1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Episode 37 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry Brian Fonseca here. Yep. And we have a guest, first guest in the new studio. Yes. Gotham Podcast Studios. Shout uh, out, shout out. It is Gerard Hector.
3: What's good, y'all? What's up, man? Chilling, chilling. Finally got me on here. Told you. Brian talking all <laughs> this smack for months. Oh, we're going to get you on this pod, bro. I said it's going it. to be dope. I said it. It's her... going to be dope. I've probably been telling him. Got my it. colleague Erica on before me. <laughs> got all these cats on before me. I was like, damn,
2: son. It's so, like that. So like, I've so like, probably so like been.
3: You're in your feelings, man. <laughs> you doing it in your feelings. Listen. You in my feelings oh, challenge. Listen, Have listen. you
2: ever done the In My Feelings challenge?
3: Like in private? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not, not <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> and nope. Brian knows. Nope. Drake's nope. my dude. I, I, I rock with Drake. Oh, cool. we've talked about that. He We're cool. going to talk about that. With all my music.
1: I mean, look. I, I mess with Drake.
3: Yeah. I, he's not. Uh, oh, I know he don't. Because we'll like be in a group him. chat, and he's like, man, anybody listening to no Drake? And I, did,
2: oh. I
1: don't be like that.
2: <laughs> you know, his last album he was did. cool. The, the first disc. You
3: know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, it had like four I'm, good songs. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm
1: with him. I didn't really care for the second. I mean, listen
3: I
2: like Nice For What Nice For What is dope
3: I like, I like the, the a New Orleans Bounce Sound Look, it's yeah. hard to put out two discs So what's that, 40 You know
1: 20, anything over 20 songs
3: that's a, It's hard to put out I mean, listen that's Which like, is
1: why I don't think Most people should do it It's
3: like Missy Elliott Syndrome, right? Like I always said about Missy Like she put out an album Every 18 months Because she's trying to get out Of that contract but That's what I was thinking Did he do If that? she waited one every three years And put all those hot songs on should be hot fire did She he, still is hot fire But I agree Did you know. he
2: do that To get out of a deal though Yes
1: Well this was the last thing For him So to then he could finally Start making
2: more of his own money He's a free
1: agent after Yeah this So obviously when you do A double disc, That counts as two outs See? He can do his own thing it's too, yeah.
2: mu- too much of his money Is going to That's already.
1: also why we saw Things like More Life Which was yes. a horrible project Yeah <laughs> and saw, Don't tell the Drake
3: fans yeah, yeah, that no. I mean look I'm not a Drake stan But I mean I can't Who's disagree. bumping <laughs> down More Life Not Show, me
1: Show your face
2: Hey I know people but you know, they think Drake could I, do I, I no could wrong. With. They think Drake could do no wrong. I mean this what you always got. Views
1: like Views was okay. Mm. A little too long. Okay, but well we know, not, you know let's, 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 not take, let's not take away from Gerard. Uh, Gerard, you... Gerard's here for the smoke. We're here oh, for the smoke. And gotcha. you know what? I'm here for it, too. <laughs> Gerard, you may have, uh, for those you don't know, you might have seen uh, his work. He does some work for BET, Black Sports Online. You also see him on MSG. He's done a lot in the New York City area as a sports journalist. Uh, we like to do this for everybody we yeah. have that comes up here. Tell us about your journey. It's always a journey. Yeah,
2: because you, right. you didn't start off here. No,
3: no, You're, You man. had the career change, too. I, I had the career change. You yeah. know, so for me, sports is always, and entertainment is always my first love. Um I'm a lot older than I look. Black don't crack. Got to gotta, gotta <laughs> love that. Are you
1: going to drop the age? Because Brian always gets on me for
3: dropping the age. I mean, I'll drop it. I'll be 40 in November. Okay, yeah. Black, so. black don't crack. Black <laughs> not when, when
2: I met you and yeah. you told me you were late like, like, 30s, I was like, what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like, well, I th- but same with Dexter. Yeah. The yeah. same with Dexter. I thought he was still Listen, in his late 20s. We, we don't have a lot of advantages. That is the, that is the one advantage that we got. We got to ride with that. <laughs> um, no, nah, so, you know, I was doing the corporate thing, and life was successful, making good money. I was married. Talked to you guys about that before the podcast. Mm. And then things shifted in my life, right? Got divorced and sort of have this momentary crisis where you're like, okay, I got to hit the reset button. But I actually could hit it because we didn't have any children. There's... Besides splitting up common property and stuff like that, everything, yeah. everything's good, right? Yeah, it now, been worse. now mind you, I'm not I always say that people are like, I don't recommend people go through divorces <laughs> as a way to restart your it's life. It's real messy. It's, it, can, it's, it can be. It's it can, me- be. it can be messy, but it's also emotionally like you're you you're going through some stuff when right, you when right. you deal with that, right? Yeah. But once I got to that point, I was like, well, I can actually reset it now. Well, what is it that you actually want to do with your life? Because now this is it, right? You don't. Ain't no more do overs after this one.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I said, you know what? Let me see what's up with this sports and media entertainment things. So I was out in California. I was working for some startups there, and I was finishing up that because I was like, "This is I, I, I hate doing this stuff. I don't. Ooh. This is this is not what I like to do." Mm. And similar conversation that we had <laughs> off air. We, we, we sure <laughs> did. And uh, I'd known Robert Latell, CEO and founder of uh, Black Sports Online. Shout out to Rob for years. You know, either like talking at him on Twitter, arguing about stuff. He's like, "Listen, man, you should do some work for us, whatever." Mm. I was like, "All right, I'll see what's up." So I started just you know uh, doing posts out there, whatever. And I was like, "All right." Your back, yep. And I was like, "All right, man, I'm, I'm coming back to New York." He's like, "Listen, good opportunities for you out here. Way more to do out here." And literally, I got out here January one of twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. I think January eighth. I was at the Big Three <laughs> um, <laughs> press conference announcing announcing the league with Ice Cube. And I was like, "Uh, what?" But it was dope because I'd worked in communications and marketing before on the other side as a PR guy. like running, So I knew how these events worked. I was just on the other side now. So Mm. it was great. And since then, I mean, God, I've covered Tribeca Film, Nets, Giants, Boxing, UFC. I mean, I've seen them at all these things. (laughs) I
1: think think the question people always want to know when they hear stuff like this is like, yeah, that's inspirational. You made this career change. You got an epiphany. How hard was it to jump? You know, I was just talking to somebody about the other day to take that jump and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go in all the way.
3: Oh, it's hard because there's no safety net, right? And also Mm. what I'm doing right now it isn't like I work at one of these places and I'm full time and I've got a salary and benefits, right? I mean, you. I know that life. You, are, you're grinding. I'm in that <laughs> life. You switch switch for me now, but I know that life. You're hustling, right? So yeah. I mean, if you aren't doing anything, you're not eating, right? So I we mean, say that all the time. Right? If you don't work, you don't eat. You don't work, you're you don't a eat. right? So you've got to be out there doing it. So listen, it's great, and if you want to do it, do it. But if you're not ready to put in put in that work. Yeah. But I stick to what you're doing, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: Stick to that safety.
3: Exactly. But I augment it, right? I'll still pick up communication stuff on the side and do things like that because, look, you can grind as hard as you want, but it's still about someone on the other end being like, yeah, maybe we want you to do that and we'll pay you for it. And that's the other thing. Yeah, as, yeah. as a freelancer, are you going to pay me what I'm worth versus what you want to pay me, right? Ain't on time. And, and, listen, you know what I mean? <laughs> How many times I chase people for money? <laughs> you, you know, you know. Man, I'm chasing some people for money right now. They, <laughs> you, know, exactly, <laughs>
1: they know. They know They exactly know who they, who they we, are. We, we coming for you. Don't <laughs> <They> know exactly <laughs> who they are. I believe it at that. And the thing
0: is,
3: you know, again, what's what people don't realize, right? Let's say the person who's doing it, you know, he or she works in accounting, whatever. Yo, man. You salaried. You good money. When you were like, oh, it's 4 o'clock, I'll put his in tomorrow. No, 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 no. no. You're not setting me back now more than a day because now it's not going to go into the next week's batch. And now You're causing problems
1: now. It happened to me and I had to just wait for payment for two weeks. Again, y'all know who you are. <laughs> And I am still waiting for
0: full payment, which is a
1: whole nother issue. I know it. Now, I they know might it. think I'm okay because I've moved on to something else, but- you're messing with playing, as Jeezy said. You're playing with my money. You're playing with my emotions.
3: Listen, you got to, you got say, <laughs> that right. I'll you, do it
1: in my feelings. Dance for that. Just,
3: sh- <laughs> listen, and, and, and this is a larger conversation. I'm sure we'll get into, but don't be messing with the money, man. Don't, don't, mess don't, with money, don't, man. don't mess with that money. Tense. Yeah, man.
1: Don't do, not do not do that. All right. So, so that I gotta so learn. So now we know we know how you got here. Yeah, um, you've done. like You said you're doing entertainment and yeah. sports. Yep. And I met,
2: uh, I met, I remember I yeah. met Gerard, uh, we were covering, we were covering the Big Three last summer. Yes. It was and summer. it was, it was at a time, it was random, like Ian Begley, also a friend of the show, he yep. was there. Yep. And it was at a time where it was random, but it was an open space for a lot of people because the draft had just ended yep. and free agency hadn't yet started. Yeah. So you kind of had that window to where it's like, yeah. hey, there's nothing to do this weekend. Let's all go to Big Three. So that's how that kind of happened. Um... But yeah, you've I've noticed that you've covered the Giants mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. we're gonna obviously
3: get into get into some the football New York Football stuff. Giants. I got thoughts. It
1: still <laughs> makes me mad when people say that. Why do really, we still say the New York Football Giants? You know, we, I understand why you used to say it because right, they were the New York Football right. Giants, but there's no need to say.
3: It. I mean, I, I think we probably still say it because Berman says it. <laughs> and yeah. So and, and, and if, if you're and, and if you're of a certain age, you right, probably just right. you're like, ah, oh, Berman said it, so now now I say it. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm not, I'm not getting on you No, I, I got it. you.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so you, you cover you've been doing Giants.
3: Yeah, giants, yeah. I think yeah. I think
1: I think I'm trying to think of
2: the whole Chris Berman thing, but I'm going to save that for another when time. What was it called? No, I mean, listen,
3: Berman. <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Everyone,
2: I liked them as a kid growing up,
3: as we all did. Look, what we what you realize about this business and about anybody, sports guys, sports casuals, who we do, yep, we're all people, which means by nature, we all have some lowercase p problematic parts of ourselves or capital p problematic parts of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on who you are, it's just outsized and yeah. Berman is problematic, right? Like, just, <laughs> 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 yep. but I t- it's funny I mean,
2: because, like, you you know, they say never meet your heroes, so to speak. Right. Not that I've met them, but I right. like people that I know that aren't really living this life, so to speak, they d- can't fathom, like, that you're around famous people all the time, so all it's kind of like nothing to you, no. and it's whatever when you meet somebody and they're a certain way and whatever. So a lot of people we do meet are nice, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like for mm-hmm. example, we were just talking about UFC, yep. and in the in uh, the build up to that UFC yep. 217 rematch with yep. Rose Namajunas mm-hmm. and Joanna Jacek, mm-hmm. nailed that last name. That was yeah. good, oh, man. I like The pronunciation, <laughs> <play>, boy. <laughs> he was, that he that was that practicing out. it. He was practicing. <laughs> but, but, but but they, I did practice. I did practice, it. I did practice <laughs> that before we was in before we was in the luncheon in April and I never forgot that. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, but interviewing the, like people like that, yeah. like you meet them, they're incredibly nice people. Yeah. But like yo, you're just being around famous people all the time, and you kind of I don't know.
1: I don't have expectations. I don't know about you guys, but I just don't have. No, expectations I, I
2: just look at. I guess my point is I just look at it differently now because before I think you the could industry be. Industry does like, change you in that this, way. This, yeah. I've said like there's, in, I can't even think of a handful of cases where I'd be starstruck to meet somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you say Freddie Gibbs for me? I think,
3: I think it would be. <laughs> oh yeah, Freddie Gibbs for you. You might. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you. If Freddie Gibbs, you walk in here right now, you'd be like, <laughs> Nah, I'd be cool. I'd be
2: cool. I'm pretty sure I'd be cool. No. I'd be cool. No. Now Sasha Banks.
4: You know? I just yeah. I don't
1: know if this. I don't know if there's anybody that walks in and I'm like.
2: This is a good question. It's a
1: great question, and I don't know. We're now we're getting off.
2: You're more in that entertainment. You know what's interesting about entertainment so. because I've
1: met some people. Entertainment, yeah. doing that stuff too when I worked at the Post. And I had a. I told, did I say the story about the, my random meeting of Jay Z? I think I told you this. story. I think so. Um, after a Nick game, but yeah, Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. You, did, you, came did, into, you did. Long story short, is Jay Z came into an elevator. It's me, fabulous Spike, and we're in the elevator. And I hear somebody's like, "Yo, hold, hold up, hold, hold that." I'm like, I know that voice. Jay Z came in the <laughs> elevator. And he sees Spike, that was, and he puts his hand out right. to give me a pound, and I'm like, like "How old were you? How old were you?" And Were you with the post? Six, twenty-seven, yeah, something about that. All right, so you, but you, but then you, you're you're an adult. I was grown up. You can't, so enough you can't, not can't to be yeah. Out. Okay, so you can't yeah, fanboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. Somebody should have just slapped me. <laughs> me but you know, Jay Z's my favorite artist, right. And right. I was just like, "Oh, what's up?" Right. <laughs> you yeah. Know, if, but it was cool. Yeah. It was a cool moment.
2: But I wasn't like, oh, my God. If I met Nas or Freddie Gibbs, I don't think – I think I'd be cool, honestly. Kendrick Lamar, I think I'd be
3: cool. It is interesting, right? I think what what I've noticed from it is – and, and and this is sort of mean. I never want to let people know. But look, what we get to do for a living is awesome. Yeah. And oh, I also yeah. I like people, it beats working for a living, right? Yeah. Like,
2: You're just gonna I, have to deal with being underpaid for a while, right? And you also, you know,
3: I always tell people they're like, they'll see my Instagram. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah, because I only put the stuff that you want to see on Instagram. You don't see me up yes. till three a.m. working on who's this person? What's their free throw shooting percentage from? What you know? You don't worry about all that. You don't. You don't see all right, that right. like stressed out on prepping my my interview questions and all that. And in the meeting famous people, you've done so much research on them, you just get to a point where you're like, you know yeah. what? You're cool. It's funny. Like, someone who you might not think, like, I love movies and TV and all that. I met Glenn Close, um, hmm. let's okay, see, in the spring. I mean, and, you know, Glenn Close is, like, one of those, like, OG, like, I actors. Mean, she- and I walked up to her, and I was like, oh, Glenn, just uh, wanted to introduce myself. She's like, um, what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Gerard, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I was like, just telling her about her stuff. And I was like, um, damages. I was like, that's probably one of my favorite things you've ever done. And she's like, some good writing on that show, right? She's like, totally like downplaying, like, I'm Glenn Close. Like, you know? It's like, <laughs> not about me. It's, it's, not about, right. the it's about the right, writing. Right, and right, right. that's how so many of them are, right? And you realize when you meet these people, they're just people. Exactly. They exactly. happen to be really exactly. good at this thing that pays them yes. a lot of money. But they're just but people. But they're just people. That's it. Yeah. That's, why you never, that's all it yeah, that really and, is. And that's how I approach them. So that's why I don't freak out because they're just people. Athletes, same way. Yeah. You know, and,
2: and a lot of them don't want to be sort of recognized as like, you know, like you And know, they relax. respect you more when you're cool. They do. I think they do. <laughs> yeah. And it's
1: one thing. It's, it's why you also can't be surprised when you find uh like you said, I think a majority of people are good. But there's some athletes who are, you know, they're yeah. going to be jerks. Yep. Yeah. And it, it happens. And I'm not surprised by it either. We've definitely encountered some athletes who are jerks.
3: Um. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we we run into some yep. Yeah,
2: yeah I've covered a couple Adrian Broner fights <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn He went straight for the I, didn't,
4: I, didn't, I, didn't, I had to throw another I, I didn't think we <laughs> were going to Put names <laughs> out there <laughs>
2: No,
1: bro, Broner 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 I, mean, I mean, Stevie Wonder can see that right? <laughs> there, 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 <laughs> there's, there's I mean, Stevie actually can Adrian see Adrian Broner's
2: very enterta- <laughs> <laughs> entertaining Jim Broner's very wildly entertaining But there's, there's just some athletes You'd prefer to just You know, kind of be distance from yeah you know i mean sure. like i'll be in the scrum but you know what yeah, i mean i'm like, not gonna yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, and I'm really trying to engage yeah, yeah. danny jacobs the- is there let's talk you know what i'm saying it, like it Gerard is, Miller's it is there. interesting talk. though
3: about the scrum and i know we're probably already off off topic Who but cares? The, we the, got time. the scrum <laughs> and i talked about this with so many people and obviously it's what we do now so i don't give it a second thought yeah. but the scrum is such a strange place and you guys know what i'm talking about right Man. these dudes are legit Fresh out the shower, I don't like, and we're right. all standing
1: okay. around. But I'm like, no, <laughs> man. Okay. Like, I, I want, and I wanted, I'm so glad you went there, <laughs> yo. Because I think this is the first public conversation <laughs> I've had with fellow reporters about this outside of just being an event. Yeah, let me let me just bring this back so I can bring yeah. this back to what Gerard was saying.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: A scrum, for you don't know, is when all the reporters are around a particular player, and they're going to interview them or now, coach, or coach. To what either. Gerard is saying. This happens a lot in football, more than any other sport. Mm-hmm. You're in the Giants or Jets locker room.
3: Good lord!
1: You, it's after it's after practice period, especially during training camp. You are waiting for the players to shower, then go to their locker, right. and talk to you, right? Sharad so could back me up on this because he's been. In, I used to work for the Giants. People know this, but people who've been in there more recently, yeah, everybody's waiting there for this guy to come out of the shower, and then the guy will come to the locker, okay. So now, you know, he's got to dry off. He's got to put on some lotion. He's got to do whatever he's got to do with his hair. Mm-hmm. And people will start inching closer to his personal space. And I'm like, listen, what fam. are you doing? Fam. Why is this? Why would this ever be okay?
2: Like, just, just, like, just waiting.
1: Like,
3: I- and, I'm going to be in front of this. And then you got <laughs> some situations like Rod Tidwell, not nah, air dry.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> and it's like uh... you know, but you know what I ain't mad at him because he's supposed to have his personal space cool. and he's trying to make everybody feel uncomfortable I am mad at him and that's the there's thing some other giant it. players I wouldn't mention who used to yeah. just walk across just, the yep, straight the out out of the He used to walk just like, straight Whatever. out naked <laughs> and do, and I, I they, haven't
3: seen that in the NBA yet
4: no NBA guys are pretty good
2: about it yeah that's what I figured because I haven't it is interesting though
3: because the other part about why and it's I understand yeah. why the reporters inch closer because you want to make sure you get in the front row so you get your question out. However... Or video to get the question shot. Or your right, video, right, 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 right. right. That, but listen, man, there has to be a level of, you know, decorum. or Just come on, people. When right. I used to,
1: so people are going to ask me what I used to do when I was a video journalist shooting video. I would always I'd stand there mm-hmm. and the the spot with a reasonable distance, yeah. and I would turn my, either my back or turn sideways. That's what I would do. Now, here's the problem. Once everybody else starts inching up, and you got to inch up because you don't want your organization outlet to be like, "Yo, why you didn't get that shot? Why yeah, you yeah, get that yeah, set? yeah, yeah, right, so right." Gotta it. So now you got to be part of the creepy club.
0: <laughs>
1: the, guy,
3: <and laughs> the creepy club. You're right on top of the, you're right
1: on top of this other man. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, can you get some space to change?
3: It's it's wild, man. Often times I'll stand by the PR guy or or lady, depending, and be like, "Yo, just because." It makes me feel better. You know what I mean? Because, look, I get it. But, again, you want to get up there first because you want to get the first question in, the yeah. whatever. Yeah. And that's happened to me a couple of times. And that's why I like NBA better because those guys generally we wait till they get dressed when the Rockets came in. And it's sometimes everyone's rushing. Again, they're getting dressed, so it's hard. And we're all sitting there. And then he's, you know— you also want to wait for them to give you a verbal nod, like okay, it's safe yeah, to ask yeah, questions now, because they're on their phone and you want them to look Hart's up and be like this And he gets up, he's like, okay, anyone want to ask me a question? And then we're like, all right. And, I, and then you just right. jump in, and, and it's this weird because you don't want to sit there and watch a I hu- I don't care, man, whatever. Watch a hum- another human being getting dressed. It's weird. It's awkward.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just awkward. Yeah, I agree. I don't even. I don't even like scrums that must to begin with. I mean, we have to do them, but, there's, but also right.
3: weir- there's
1: also a lot of other weird journalists next to you too in these scrums. <laughs> and you, to, you sometimes have to experience things you
2: might I not. Mean, the super serious. You know what I mean? Like, super serious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, because I'm not super serious about this. I'm like, bro, if you want to ask your question, go ahead. We're in a scrum. We're all gonna get the same. And I get it. The beat
3: writers listen. Oh,
2: they have. Yeah, they have. yeah, Yeah.
3: And I oftentimes will cede to them just because they have to fill up a column or every day with the. So I'm like, look, man, my viewership, if I'm writing for Black Sports Online, they don't really care what someone said after the game about, yeah, I felt pretty good. They, yeah. No, but they don't care about
2: and it. And internally, do you really? Not really. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I <either>. you
3: And <laughs> when I ask questions, I generally ask questions about nothing that has anything to do with the game, usually. especially if it's like a pre or something like that. I'm like, yo, what kind of music you're bumping? Whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to get anything else besides, because I know what you're going to give me. The Standard. Yo, know, both teams played hard. Like, okay, man. Both fun- teams play sure, hard, my it's,
1: man. It's funny. Before we we just take a break. The beat writers. They sometimes hate the evergreen questions that people will ask, or they'll give them, oh, yeah, because get, yeah. it like, gets them off their, you know, at the, the their, yeah, yeah, their yeah. topic <laughs> of what they're doing. They'll give you guys the side yeah, eye, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, everybody's got a job to do, so my thing with scrums is everybody has a job exactly. To do. And as Gerard is saying, you need to respect other people's space, exactly. I think that you know what, we need to make the rule book on how you handle scrums. Because a, a, lot, a lot of y'all out there, and this goes to all the journalists
4: out there,
3: a lot yep. of you guys
1: are doing it wrong. Perpetrating. You're not, you're not respecting the people. Y'all face. are
3: habitual line steppers, and you know who you are <laughs> out there. Y- y'all, habitual yeah. line steppers. Habitual line steppers. Literally line steppers. Line stepping
1: yeah. all the way. All right, yeah. when we come back, we're going to talk uh, a little NFL, which I know Gerard is hyped to
4: We're going to get controversial. We're going to talk, gonna get, gonna we'll talk about, uh, <laughs> so talk about uh,
1: people with mean tweets. Nice. And what they're doing and how everything's going on in sports. We'll talk about all that when we come back on episode 37 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast.
2: Sports Guru is the place where fans talk about sports via video. All videos are 60 seconds or shorter. Sports Guru makes the video look more professional and fun by adding automated on-screen graphics. You can follow your favorite sports by team, trending, new, or by people you follow and more. Type in the title of your video and it will automatically, that's right, auto magically go into your on-screen graphics. It's just that simple. Tag your teams and publish sports. Let's talk sports.
1: All right. Welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Episode 37. We're calling this one the Sean Alexander episode. (laughs) Yeah, Gerard wanted Jerry Curl, Pedro Martinez (laughs) on on the Expos, but uh, he has been overruled.
3: (laughs) Yo, Pedro was a bad man. His whole career was a bad man, but Expos, Pedro, people forget about that dude. Nice with it. Yeah,
1: he
2: was. He was. He was. He was,
1: He's one of the greats. The basketball
2: sure. history of number thirty seven is pretty
3: awful, though. Yeah, it's yeah. like
2: it's like just you know, Meta World Peace, <laughs> Nick Van Exel, one year, Derrick and it Fisher. wasn't. It wasn't like not this, this Meta World Peace, who I shouldn't be calling that. His name is Ron Artest. But yes, <laughs> Mama named him Ron Artest. Yes. I'm call him Ron Artest. And, yeah, exactly. But it's just a matter of like that wasn't his peak. You know what I mean? Yeah, At His peak, yeah. he was in the stands. You know, fighting people wearing fifteen. Yes. yes.
3: You know, funny you did the whole Mama call him so back to our Famous Person segment, met Lawrence Fishburne, and I wanted to call him Larry so bad to his okay. face when I met him, but I was like, nah, he kind of nah, big. I, mean, <laughs> I, I was like, he got a big. I, would, let me, I, done I was like, let me go ahead and just call him, <laughs> call him Lawrence. <laughs> You're going to call that man Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> his daughter's a porn
2: star, right? <laughs> that, is, that, that, is, is, <laughs> that is correct.
4: That is
3: correct. That dude. is correct.
2: <laughs> gonna and and, and I, gonna I wasn't going to ask him questions about that either. I'd be curious to know, like, just... He's like, learning he, about that. He's out from
1: him. Have you
3: watched it? He's, at, he's, 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 he's actually a very cool guy. Very cool. I but like, want to hear that but from no, that. I ain't asking no questions oh, like okay, that. Questions. Uh,
1: All right, so Gerard, we talked about uh, you covering the NFL. Yeah, what you're covering the NFL in this interesting time where, yeah, there's man.
3: A lot
2: as of, a black man, as, yeah, you're <laughs> that as a black reporter, what's
1: it like covering the NFL with everything that's gone on with the uh, yeah. what's being wrongly called the anthem protest? But everything that's gone on there, what is it like? Yeah.
2: Because we know you don't rock with, <laughs> with, with you know NFL like protocol. Well, so I
3: mean. in general, and Brian knows this about me, Dexy. We haven't covered a game together, so you don't know. Yeah. I do not come out of the media room before the National. This is anthem. true.
2: This is true. This is true. He does not. He stay he stay he's like, I ain't coming out for
3: that. I, I, I mean, stay in the back, usually yes. eating or I'm on my computer doing whatever I gotta do. And the times where I forget and I don't know and I'm out there, I am actually angry that I'm out
1: there. <laughs> so let let me also always going to be clear for the audience. When this is my experience too, when you're at MetLife Stadium, yeah, and they're playing the anthem yeah. in the media room, yeah, everybody in the media room will yep. will usually stand, yep, take their hats off, yep. But there is a place behind where the seating is in MetLife Stadium where there's they have all the food. Yep. And MetLife, one thing they do is they always have a good spread. Listen, that's spread—you mm-hmm. get
3: breakfast and lunch oh because you're there early before kickoff, and, and, be and snacks, then you know. Post when you're yeah, listen, late. man, I gotta go to MetLife for a game. Not, yeah, not a, nine a.m. to right. about four thirty-five on football Sundays with the Giants. That's where I am yeah, eating man, all my man. meals. Delicious. I wish I cared <laughs> about football, man. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but,
1: go, but, but, but go back so you you, you don't engage.
3: Man. No, um, I'm either in the bathroom or back. Oh, but the food is a fact.
1: It's a fact. He and will, the times he will I'm out there, at the I get screen.
3: angry. I'm
2: like, we'll be in the workroom, and he'll stare at the screen and be like, "I ain't coming out there for that bleep."
4: Listen,
3: Man, <laughs> let me just be clear because this is gonna go out there on people to know, I am a first generation American, very proud to be an American, happy to live in this country. It's the mm-hmm. greatest country in the world in many respects. But that doesn't mean I can't criticize it or be angry at it for things that I don't feel are right. And you're not going to force patriotism on me or force it down my throat. No one does that like the NFL. And and that's what they do. <laughs> patriotism, should say. And, well, yeah, that's true. Right? It's, and yeah. that's the thing. All you people who show up to these games buying your camo hats and all your nonsense thinking that you're all patriotic. Listen, man. Do you people know who Brandon Ketchum is? No, they don't know who Brandon mm-hmm. Ketchum is. Brandon Ketchum is a um, a, a war veteran mm-hmm. who recently uh, tried to get benefits at the VA. Couldn't get him. Dude killed himself. 33 years old. You know, people who say they care about the anthem and, the, and our and our, and our our troops. No, you don't. I didn't see no posts on Facebook about Brandon Ketchum. And I got lots of people who, you know, were a cross-section, who their politics are, let's just say, capital P problematic. Okay? No. But you want these players to stand up and toe the line and do what they got to do. But you ain't got nothing to say about these veterans you claim you care so much about. Right. No, you don't. You buy these fake camo hats and think, yeah, I'm supporting my troops. I I put my hand on my heart. That means, no, you are playing into a larger system that has nothing to do with the actual thing. Listen, this country was founded on – protest and how do you think America got its freedom? Dissent. <laughs> They're like, nah, we ain't trying to pay these taxes no more. Right. We're out on that. Right. <laughs> We're out. That, that's how we got freedom from Great Britain. Mm-hmm. Hello? Dissent and civil disobedience is how things get done. And it's just and so it's not comfortable. And and it's never comfortable. You know, people love to say, oh, we rock why can't these guys be like Martin Luther King Jr. As if people were on MLK's side when it happened. But see, I
1: also I, hate when yeah. they
2: say,
3: oh, Martin Luther King Jr. was a Republican. You,
2: and well, as, if, as if the parties don't listen, change philosophies all, over all the course of, of time. All of those
3: people, ask your parents and your grandparents, if they're still alive, who are or around at the time that MLK was doing this thing. Mm-hmm. What side were they on then? Not where they are right now. It, listen, in death, we know, he, oh, yeah, you was right. Yeah, We know that now because that's the winning side. You weren't on the winning side when it was happening, though. Come yeah. on, man. And, well, here's the thing,
1: too, right? You can't also—when people do—I hate when people do that thing with, with, with MLK because if it wasn't for MLK and other people who uh, founded a lot of protests, right. whether it was a Montgomery bus, bus boycott, exactly. whether it was different sit-in, exactly. yeah, yeah. none of those were comfortable. Like, when it, protests are meant by nature to They're make me- people th- feel that's the thing.
2: That's the thing that has always— Really bothered me about like where people stand on the Athens protest because they're like, oh, why don't they just do this at a different time? They shouldn't be doing. No, no, that's the time that to do it time.
1: because look at how you're reacting and it got your attention. That's the point. You and know what I mean? Yep. If you had done it at a different time, it would not have got this same thing. If if they said, oh, we could do it our own time, if they did it when they walked out of the parking lot, of the you game, ain't paying attention to them. Nobody's paying attention to it. Platforms do matter. The yeah. times do matter. The use of that platform matters. People just don't and like being uncomfortable. Gerard, what Gerard said, I think, is is. 100 percent point. I've said it before in this podcast. We know from all this stuff we're seeing, it's not about the anthem. Right. Yeah, that's not, yeah, not yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not what the folks that are mad about it are mad about. It's about who's protesting and not coming face to face. It's about yeah. That protesting. Who's yeah. Pro-
3: and what they're pro and what they are protesting. Yeah. And We that's know in this country. Yeah. If you are a black professional athlete, you must always show deference and appreciation for mm-hmm. what you got, boy, because. <laughs> Aren't you so lucky that if you're you get. you're not,
1: you're ungrateful. That's, the, that's how it's going to
3: get. You are run. so lucky you get to play this kid's game for millions of dollars. I don't want to hear you say nothing. Right? Th- that is, right? Because that's the mindset that has been indoctrinated. And it's interesting because I, I talk about this all the time. You know, the terrible isms this country was founded on, they haven't gone away. Right? Just because, you know, Abraham Lincoln signed some document in the 1800s saying that, <laughs> that no more slavery. Okay, but. You, you didn't actually replace a system whereby this country was built upon, right? Slavery mm-hmm. was an economic system. Right. Okay, just because you got no more slaves, that doesn't mean you replace that. And so now you've all these later laws that prop up, right? These sort of this white supremacy, which is what this is. And this is where we are right now. So anytime a black athlete does anything that is outside of where they are supposed to be It causes issues. Listen, Colin Kaepernick is more of a patriot than any of you people who are out there saying stand up for the anthem, because if you are a patriot, you care about your fellow citizens and their well-being and freedom of their speech. All citizens, right? Not just the ones that look like you and live where you live and do what you
4: do. Should care. I mean, I mean,
2: yeah. yeah, Just look look at the way, but look at the way we handled, and we're gonna get into this too. Josh Hader, Sean Newcomb, Mm -hmm. Trey Mm -hmm. Turner, Mm -hmm. and you know the old tweets from their past. Look at how we handled that. God forbid, you know, that was Andrew McCutcheon, Chris Archer, Shoot. you know what I mean? I, Curtis Granderson. I, I, and, and we'll
1: get into that because I heard somebody <laughs> I heard somebody in a radio station try to bring up what if it was that. I'll get into that for a second, but I want yeah, to get It would that. be handled much differently. I think so, too. Yeah. Speaking of all this, the, with all the stuff with the yeah. anthem protests, yeah. Uh, Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, has come out. <laughs> Jarrah! He's basically... Look, he's basically been trying to punk his players, talking about look, you guys are going to stand on the line. The Cowboys are going to stand total line, to-
3: total hand line, over, hand <laughs> over heart. He's mm-hmm.
1: telling exactly how they're going to do it. And then you've got Dak Prescott, and you've got uh, mm. Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Who I want to do- know what. Yeah, mm. we're gonna
2: talk, right. we're gonna we are going to we are going to we to play. We this.
1: also we also did. and I want us to listen to this audio. We also have Dale Hansen, who did a look. He just ethered Jerry Jones. Let's take a listen to what he had to say, and then we're going to react to that.
0: Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has been talking this week about getting this football team ready to play in another Super Bowl. It has been 22 years since they have, and only three playoff wins in those 22 years. But Jones talks about that almost every year anyway. And he has been talking too much this week about all the problem the NFL is still having off the field. Jones and his son Stephen were saying the other day that any player who takes a knee and doesn't toe the line during the national anthem won't be playing for the Dallas Cowboys anymore. It's incredible to me that a player can beat up a woman and play for the Dallas Cowboys. A player can use illegal drugs time and time again and still play, but you take a knee to protest the racial injustice in America, and now you've crossed a line that he will not allow. Jones loves and respects the national anthem so much that when it was being played before the start of practice Saturday, he left his cap on. And when he was told about the mistake he was making, he still left his cap on. He who makes the rules apparently doesn't have to follow them.
1: All right guys, you heard what Dale Hansen had to say.
0: <laughs> I thought
1: all the points he made were great and it was important to hear that coming from not just a, somebody who works in our industry, but especially even an older white man, which is what Jerry Jones is, so another older white man appear. Is, yeah. Well, appear, appear. Yeah. is saying that what you're doing is hypocritical. Right. Agree with Dale?
3: Hanson or, or no? Oh, listen, oh, come on, man. We, we,
2: we, we rock <laughs> hard with Dale. Like, I know you had to set up the
3: question. And, and Dale, <laughs> listen, Dale, you you guys know, Dale's an OG. Dale's been doing this down in that local market for a long That's time. That's another big thing about
2: this, too, is that he's been there.
3: Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and he's he,
2: experienced the full Jerry Jones yeah, rise, listen, you know?
3: Jerry cares about one thing, <laughs> his pocketbooks and the Cowboys winning. That's all. Nothing trumps those two things. Ah, uh, Trump. trumps. See, 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 well, see what I, I did there? I, I see, see what I, did there. There. <laughs> I see what did there? But that that's who Jerry is. And so anything that alters the order of those two things, right, yeah. problems. Yeah. okay. And again, it is what all the owners are doing. They are placating to a specific segment of their fan base. And this is interesting about the Cowboys because, and uh, Pomani Jones, who I know is someone who we all uh, respect we all, and yeah. listen to, mm-hmm. uh, yes. talked about this. The Cowboys might have the blackest fan base. In the NFL, he right? did say that. Yes, because if, if you look around moon, at like jerseys, sales, and wherever, a lot of black fans love the Cowboys, but Jerry don't seem to care about them dudes.
1: But, are <laughs> they, but maybe a lot of those black fans aren't showing up at uh well, AT&T
3: that, Stadium. That, that's right, because if you look in the stadium, that's who Jerry cares about. The dudes <laughs> who are going to stop paying money and showing up to his games, buying their camo hats. I know. And I'm, I'm keep coming up to anybody who wears a camo hat or a camo jersey. I am coming for you. So you're you coming you for know, you. You
1: don't want that, uh, ain't hard to tell camo hat we're about
3: to do. I out. mean, if it ain't hard to tell, I'm a rock, but that's a whole different. That's all I got. That's, like a, on, that's like a on why Panther. you're wearing the camo. That's a, that's a Black Panther is it, militant it, kind of thing. It, we, don't, we don't have any camo. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: it depends.
2: Is it stylish? Is it patriotic? I got camo shorts, but that's a New York staple. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that you're also
1: bringing up the point, not just to Jerry Jones, but to the larger NFL. that yes. When you see how they react, to the fans, there's. They, this is just broadly speaking with the NFL. The NFL is going to react to how they think their fans are going to react to Correct. something. Whether it's this, whether Correct. it's the Jameis yeah. Winston suspension. Correct. When the fans show what they either care or don't care about, the mm-hmm. paying fans I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that's how they're going to
4: react.
3: Here's who the NFL does not care about, and it is clear in every action Women. they've taken. We, we, we yeah. do the NFL does not care about women, okay? I know you people want to buy a little pink jerseys and whatever. <laughs> That's how they make money, people, newsflash. They actually don't care about women because they hire domestic abusers to work on teams all the time,
4: right? Yep. Jer- Jerry
3: Jones, prime example of that, Greg Hardy. They don't care about black and brown people, right? Very obvious. You better toe the line, do this, do that. We don't Listen, they don't care about the issues these guys are protesting because, look, most of the owners – we're Trump supporters, and are Trump supporters, and are yeah. They funded his campaign. Yeah. He, listen, Trump attacks the NFL every chance he gets. Right? Calls them sons of bitches. Like, sorry, we, okay, can I curse on him? No, okay. we can it. All right. It.
1: No, but, but, but actually,
3: no. I think that's fine.
1: That's fine. But we know, <laughs> but we, but we know, we know that because he he knows that they supported him, and he's gonna have their ear, and this is why he thinks that he could tell them this is what y'all need to do. So,
2: what do we think about, uh, you know? Our boy's from Dallas.
4: <laughs> oh, Dak, Dak
2: Prescott? Dak and, uh, Prescott and Ezekiel so Elliott. Not really, you know. Listen. They they have a lot of back down in them, it Zeke? seems. Zeke? And I know, I understand they're in a tough position. Are they? But they're really not. You know what I mean? Like, Well, Zeke is- On in the a, outside looking in- Zeke is. Zeke is in a very tough nothing.
1: position. Because a year ago, he was facing DV charges. Yeah. And he now has to look at Jerry Jones like, yo, you saved me, man. So what's he going to do?
2: See, my thing is, I wish- I wish that they would just like no like I'm not going to play because what is Jerry Jones really going to do?
3: Well, and,
4: and I think
2: they can if anybody on that team can challenge him and I don't want to speak for somebody else's pockets whatever whatever but if anybody else on those teams want to challenge him they could do that. And I think Dak Prescott's point really, that's right. Dak that Prescott was really dismissive talking about football brings me peace, whatever, whatever. And I get it. You're playing for your first big contract. Yeah, he, he, still, he don't he don't got no money yet. He, so he hasn't he, yeah. gotten that level of financial security. But that might yet.
1: actually be the reason why he I've thought about this some more, although I agree with all that. I that think that might be the reason that he has some leverage. Because how would Cowboys fans cause this one? Let's say let's talk about these fans for a
3: second. Yeah. Mm.
1: These fans might not like. People taking a knee for the anthem, but you know what they do care about? Wins, wins on Sunday. Sunday. Wins. <laughs> they care about wins on Sunday. So now you tell me after week one when Dak Prescott's contract is guaranteed, and he's arguably, you could say, maybe the best value at quarterback in the league for what they are paying him. Yeah, could argue you that. you get rid of that guy? Could argue that. You're going to cut that guy? That's what I'm and saying. And the fans are going to be cool with That's that? That's
2: why I would love to see him do it. I feel like if Dez Bryant was there, he would probably do it. Dez would do it, and I, 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 <laughs> you know I what think I'm saying. The thing about Dez is though, and it's not—it's not even what we're talking about doing. Yeah, also. Yeah. It's It's not taking a knee necessarily, but it's just not really reacting to Jerry Jones in the way that he's right. demanding you right. to, boy. Zeke, you know what I mean? Zeke, like, I think
3: Zeke has the look, look. Yes, Jerry did help him out with that DV situation, which—and I hate to like downplay it—I'm not. I mean, that was serious stuff that he that he was um, involved in. But that's an opportunity where he could turn the tables right there, right? Because, look, you saw what Jerry did to get him back on the field. Right. So it's like, look, man, you don't have to go to the extreme, but you don't have to carry all this water for Jerry, right? You don't, you don't need to tow and parrot out Jerry's message. He right? You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. It's unnecessary. And if yeah. you're
2: another player, why would you want to play for the Cowboys after hearing that? Like I understand, like in some respects, it you might be, be hard a, for me personally. To you might that. be a fringe NFL player, yeah. and you don't have any yeah. other opportunities. And, and that
3: is the difference between the N- NFL and the NBA, right? Yep. The non-guaranteed contracts are huge. NBA guys, look, NBA is a players' league. The star guys, LeBron, Kevin Durant, th- those guys run the league. Okay, yeah. they can do what they want to do and put pressure on owners yeah. and GMs and the league office.
1: Which is why you have that league. Supporting all these players with their social activism. Look at what the Milwaukee Bucks did with the Sterling Brown situation. Look how quick they came out on company, on company letterheads. Yeah.
2: yeah, but yeah, but Sterling Brown's not getting a standing ovation. And, <laughs> and, well, yeah, well, that's a good segue. We could
1: transition that. Well. And Sterling Brown, Sterling Brown is not a star player. And look at the support that he had. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm not
2: going to lie. Probably a majority of people did not know who he
3: was before that.
1: They probably thought it was um, the actor from This Is Us. (laughs) Sterling K-Brown. They just missed the K. Like, they didn't know.
3: You're right. You You know know what's interesting? I bet if you – and look, Brian, I talk about this, and this is like a little theory that I like to posit out.
4: Mm.
3: What sport is your primarily favorite sport tells me a lot about you and your politics? Mm. And it's generally pretty easy. When you know, I know what?
1: That. I think that's I think that's kind of that is kind of interesting. Right? That is kind uh, of well, 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 In this country, especially, country
0: okay.
2: especially. Yeah. There, there, especially there are some things like I'll I'll put it to you this way. I'm a big I'm an MMA fan, right? But I don't really rock with Dana White's yeah, or whatever. And, and, and I think combat. And I think and I think are, I think MMA, not boxing. Right. MMA is. Very much, you know, a white man's game for the I, most part. I, I think so. Mainly, even I'll, though, it, even though you know, it, there's a lot of Brazilians, obviously, yeah. because it's huge in Brazil. I, I'm, but, I'm mainly
3: thinking the four main sports and the college sports, right? Though,
2: oh well, if you like college sports more than you like pro
4: well, sports, yeah. <laughs> I already, I, I already <laughs> know where you're coming. We've from. We talked about oh, that we here. We didn't talk about
1: something that happened with that when we were off during the break. And I had a discussion with another fellow journalist who claimed that
3: college basketball—
1: You don't remember this? Why are you looking at me like this? I'm trying to remember. How do you not remember wait, this? Wait, wait, wait. He said what, college basketball is better than the NBA. He said college And, Woo! I, and, and I, I took him to task about why that was probably— It's on Twitter, so if anyone— Oh, knows, oh, wait,
4: oh. And, and
3: he used all the code, like, they try harder. They hustle. They play defense in college.
1: In, in, in fairness to and this, they're in, selfless. In fairness to this person— <laughs> they were reacting, and in my opinion, a little bit of overreacting. They were overreacting to DeMarcus Cousins going to Golden State. I and they that. were saying, this is why I can't watch NBA anymore. College, And this and he put the hashtag, college basketball is better. So I then said, when people tend to say that, it seems to be
4: mm-hmm. a very loaded <laughs> statement.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because so what, what, the hypocrisy I called out, and I called, Brian and I had a phone conversation this night. Yeah, that night. I said, <laughs> what I find problematic is, is that I only see this term used in the NFL and the NBA? Yep. Nobody would ever say that AAA baseball <laughs> is better than MLB baseball, correct? Because bro. it would be stupid. Yeah. Nobody would say AHL hockey is better, is better than NHL than HL HL hockey
4: because that's dumb. Because it
1: would be absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and then he tried to say, "Oh, what I meant to say is Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> backtrack, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. found it more entertaining. <laughs> here's the thing." I like this reporter and we've known each other we've worked together we know of each other it's nothing yeah. any bad we, I, I said that I understood where he's coming from but I have to make my point that I was just tired of hearing that narrative surrounding the NBA and NFL so you hear that that's annoying. Sorry, this is my little rant on that. No, 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 but it's
2: absolutely true. It's that's absolutely, what I. That's what I do. But you, you, you. At, to Gerard's point, you can tell a lot. You just in general, not even sports. You can tell a lot from somebody from something they like. That's why one of the things that I do on Twitter so actually. What,
1: what can you tell about Gerard because he likes drugs?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring he,
3: he stays in his feelings. But,
2: <laughs> but what what I could tell what I could tell about like one of the things I do do on Twitter now is if. If I'm about to follow somebody or if somebody follows me is I look at their likes on Twitter because a lot of people say, oh, it's just social media, whatever, whatever. But no, that matters because yeah, if man. I see you liking a lot of, you know, right wing stuff or left wing stuff, mm-hmm. I can you know, tell certain things about you. If I see it's only sports, I can tell that you're trying to use that to only stick to sports, maybe to use <laughs> that as a therapeutic type of thing. Or to, you know, avoid your problematic political views. I don't know. But it's like I use that as a tool because what people like, you can pretty much. What's the saying? I can show you who you are by showing you who, who your you friends hang- are. Yeah, yeah. By showing you who my, you hang my, around. My, my mom and dad always say For sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like you could take your five best friends and you can pretty much average out how they act. And you could be like, oh, OK, I can see where you well, get. Where you fit in. Yeah. The
3: yeah, yeah. Group. I mean, look, again, back to where we originally started. It is awesome being in an NFL locker room, covering football, covering just pro sports. Again, as I said, it beats working for a living. I mean, it is work, but it's a different kind of work, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just because I cover it and I like a lot of the guys and what have you, doesn't mean I can't criticize the sport or criticize how I think they're doing things. And again, there is no game without these players, right? Right. no players, no game.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I just think that, again, if we really like to champion ourselves as a country, as a place that's, you know, land of the free, equality and justice for all, and all the lovely things we love to pat ourselves on the back and say, well, we can't be we're disingenuous if we are angry at these players for what's going on. The NFL literally blackballed Colin Kaepernick out of the league. You were telling me right now there are 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL better than Colin Kaepernick right now. Nope. Nope, that is not true. That's not I true. Ha- I mm-hmm. have it to agree. All
1: right, we're going to break here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about mean old tweets being dug up. Is that problematic that people <laughs> are digging them up, or are we kind of exposing? Folks, maybe the way they should. Also, a little UFC talk. Gerard is a huge fan of a show that I kind of stopped watching a little bit ago, <laughs> Power. But I, I know he's a big fan. So, we're, we're going to talk about that and how messy or how good this season is. Not really sure. Love it. Well, you love it. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back on the A Hard to Tell podcast. It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via T Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting T Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite backpack broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash pub backslash l-i-c backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. Welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, episode 37. Shout out to Sean Alexander. Our guest is <laughs> Gerard Hector. You can see him on BET. Uh, he also does some work for Black Sports Online, and he's also on MSG. Did you notice? Did you notice that Dexter said
3: Black Sports Online? <laughs> Listen, man, we 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 need to be clear about that. <laughs> well,
1: right? I, well, I, well, well, here's the thing, because I was like, I knew that the other two I was going to do by acronyms, BT and MSG. Right. So I wanted to give Black Sports Online the full thing. I That's right. BSO, no, but you, no, but it's I not even that. BSO. But
2: you you didn't say Black Sports Online. You said Black Sports Online. <laughs> That's I what I'm saying. Emphasize you got emphasize
4: black, and, yes. and, and, and you know what's funny about that? Every <laughs> did day. You that, P? Did I emphasize that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Every day, someone on Twitter will come at us and be like, "What if there was a white sports online?" Or like, "I'm sure, I'm sure you get." That. So,
1: Erica talked about right? that in sports. So, well, shout out to Erica Fernandez.
3: <laughs> shout, shout out to my homegirl Erica. And the thing is, and we always say it, we are not a site for black people. We are a site curated and run by mostly black people. Right? There is a difference. Because right? Right. we cover everything There are plenty of white stories On our site Go in there Look around Is yeah. there Like yeah. It just happens to be Hey Mostly minorities That work there Because guess what Not a whole lot of opportunities For us to do that In other places
4: yeah. right.
2: and Also if you want a white
3: Online website You could watch Fox so <laughs> There cool, you go like, No problem good, You like, get money yeah. Fox But <laughs> Fox If you want to hire me Don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they Running
4: to do that
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got Jason. W- well, never
4: mind. Yeah, yeah, no, J- Jason Reddick. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, no. it's a different case. No, you know we ain't, what I'm saying? you ain't. No. They do
2: have Shannon Sharp, but I then again, Shane he used Sharp. to play football. That's so true. That's that. That helps him out. Yeah,
3: leave to. Leave yeah we we're gonna we're we gonna, we gonna, gonna leave that where that is. They it. got yeah, Chris yeah. Broussard. Yeah, yeah. Chris Broussard. Yeah, Br- Broussard. I Who?
1: Who? Broussard has gotten a lot more. Spicier since going over there. Yeah, man. He used re- to be. I ally- like, and he's called out Whitlock. So
2: yeah, no, no, no. I, He'll I, call I've, out. Out. I've, always, I've always
4: liked because Whitlock is problematic. They Let's also got be honest. They, they also capital got, P problem. They
2: also got Nick Wright, who's very progressive
1: and I'm has a black wife. See for another name. Oh, <laughs> we
3: we know what we know what name he's going there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. All right, so
1: thing that's been going on, guys, in. Sports a lot lately. Yeah, mm. old tweets are being dug mm-hmm. up, and they're real messy, and they're real problematic. You've I got, got, I got mixed feelings racist about Racist stuff, this. sexist stuff, mm-hmm. homophobic stuff. So there's two. There's two things here. Yeah, that thing needs to be talked I about. I got mixed One, feelings about this too. <laughs> is it okay? I think it says something that people are digging up these old tweets, especially when they're seeing people have success. Right. So Josh Hader's in the All-Star Game. Somebody goes and finds this. Right. Uh, Sean Newcomb's throwing a no-hitter. Right. Somebody finds these tweets. Right. I think it says something about society. Oh, without question. are doing that.
2: Yeah, and Trey Turner got it. I don't remember um, what was the instance, but I think it was a Phillies fan as the Nationals were beating them in a game or something like that. that. White Trey, by the way. And And, and Brian,
3: you, you hit it on the head. What is fan short for? Fanatic. Yeah, yeah. Who by yeah. definition is an irrational person. Yes, right? That's yes. what a this fanatic is. Why is. I don't, this is why I don't really call myself fan of. Well things. because we're not fans Certain anymore. Things. Like I mean, we may be fans overall of like the NBA or the NFL as uh, leagues or whatever, but in terms of like fanning out or fanboying over players and teams, right. that's not what we do anymore. Full circle. You know, and the thing about this is, these tweets are being dug up again by opposing teams. When you are beating my team, and I'm angry because I'm an irrational fan, I'm gonna dig up your tweet history to find out did you say anything problematic and put it out there. Not because I care about what you said back then, but because I want to make you feel shame. Why? Because yeah. you're beating my baseball team or my <laughs> basketball team or my football team. Yeah. What?
2: They're not. This is stupid. They're they, not doing it in a way that's cleaning up the streets. Yes. They, you don't, know what care. I'm they, they don't, don't care. They ab- don't care about. They don't that. care about like the actual no! issue. Is that these guys are saying you're it.
3: throwing a no-hitter against my team and i'm mad yeah so that's why yeah so that's i like to like cry baby. that's literally what it
2: is that's what that's where i find the problematic thing about it is act the act of actually doing it however i do think that it's interesting on the other hand that they're revealing to us what some of these players were saying and thinking no doubt when they were quote-unquote younger but i'm like bro well, me and Josh Hader are the same age. Right. This is how I drew the correlation. So me and Josh Hader are the same age. We're both born in 94, right? And you young as hell. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, man. <laughs> we're, both, we're both born in 94. 2011, 2012 is when he was saying you know, racial slurs, homophobic gay stuff. homophobic yeah, yeah. slurs, things like that. When I was 17, 18, I had just hopped on Twitter for the first time. And I knew back then I wasn't, saying those things publicly or whatever i wasn't really feeling those ways period and he was just saying like oh when you're a kid you kind of say what you feel and i'm like not really when you're 17 18 you know better already i
1: have to draw the line somebody said this when they were 13 and 12 and even then i still think it's problematic look when you were 13 and 12 you knew if you said something that was homophobic you knew if you said something that was wrong was racist you knew if you said something that was sexist where are we saying that? Where are we drawing this line where we know what those things are? And I'm going to say, 17 to 18, you damn well knew these things
3: were sure. like homophobic,
1: sure. racist, sexist. There's no way you did not know that.
2: Do you think it's a bigger deal if, like, Sterling Marte has some old tweets in his past where, you know what I'm saying, where he's talking about maybe white players in a certain way or things like that. I I feel like we would make a bigger deal about that. I think
1: anybody saying anything Mm -hmm. where they're not caring or being sensitive to other groups is absolutely wrong. I don't care if you're black, white, whatever. But I think what Gerard brings up, and you're saying too, is if there were people out there on this crusade that truly were about, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, we need to respect everybody. We need racial equality. We need equality across genders. We need to respect women and then we need to do this, that would be fine. But yeah. this is not the witch hunt that these folks seem yeah. to be on. It's just like, yeah, you're made you you're beating my team. Yeah. I'm and gonna, I'm mad. Now yeah. I'm going to try to destroy your career. Right. And on top of that, guys, I don't necessarily feel like the league's involved in this have shown Mm. that they actually really care, too. Because if you look at what happened with Josh Hader, it was like, oh, we're putting him in sensitivity training. Please. I'm not necessarily sure sensitivity training, which I think sensitivity training is a good thing, so I want to be clear. I think anybody in any workplace or workforce should do it. Uh I just had to do it for a new job I started. But I think that shout out to Aki I it. think that it should I I think that it should be a part of what you do before you start a job, not like, oh, you said this and we found this from your past, now go take it cuz what helped and what do we hear from these dudes what did they they're all saying the same company line it, except except this is something except something i said when i was right. young and ex- i've changed my ways how yeah, except, how did you change it tra- except tra-
2: Traits Herder actually did say a little bit more yeah, he now did. i don't he know did. if it he did. did he did i, I don't know if it live up to the standards, standards of what we may want well, to hear or probably should hear but he did do a little more Josh haters was like just regular, you
3: know. Oh, Here you is just- is what I think is the pivot point, though, and to to follow up on what you're saying, Brian, mm. and it's you can take this to the NFL as well. So oh, these, we will. T- these tweets are coming up, right? What do media members do immediately? Run into the locker room go, and yeah. ask their black teammate, mm. "What do you think about so and so?" Because why your black teammate has to validate that? No, 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 he's okay because he likes me. What? Le- Lorenzo
2: that? Kane was the one that they were, you know, reaching so out you, for about the Josh. Hader and the thing pick. is, although I will admit, I I think I might have tweeted this out. I was curious to f- see what Lorraine C- Lorenzo Kane thought about that. I'm
1: not. <laughs> I was
2: curious. You know what curious. I'm curious
1: about? I'm curious about how these people, folks that say they've changed. Right. How, how did they change? Can, and where I, where I criticize the media, yeah. which I think is what Gerard is going to, yeah. nobody in the media will ever that, ask na-
3: That
2: I want to know, too. That I, mean, I want to know more. That's,
3: that's the next follow-up question. Nobody ever Okay, answers. you say you changed. How did you change? How? Yeah. And again, I'm not— If, if it was Well, me, if you have
2: more diversity of MLB locker well, rooms, if it then was you'd me, probably get those kind of questions. If it was me, I'm not— I'm
3: mm-hmm. not asking uh, a black player in the locker room. I'm going to go to a white player. Hey man, what do you think about what your what your teammates said about this? Mm. Because it puts the black player now in an uncomfortable position because yep. he can't now cause division and strife in the locker room by saying. I mean, he could. He could, but you know what's going to happen if <laughs> he, he does? Happen, right? And it's the same thing. So in, in, he gets traded. Same thing. In
1: the Russell Kane's <laughs> <Cain's> nice. <laughs> he can that, help another team. That next locker room is going to like well, this well, full of a lot of people that don't look like him.
3: Same, same, like th- same thing. In, in, same lot of too. Send him to Cleveland.
1: Francisco Lindor take care of him. Same thing in
3: NFL. Let's stop asking black players. Yo, Tom Brady, what you think? Aaron Rodgers, what you think? Yeah, look, oh, I, I, you look, know, you know, ask, him, Brady, you know how Tom Brady, you know Tom Brady Yeah, I know what they think. <laughs> but I want, I want them to say but it. They though. don't have
1: the, they don't have the pressure to answer that. And the, and Josh Hader, when you see the league do this and the media, because I do hold the media at fault for not asking these questions. Yeah, this is in turn where the media seems to not care. But we talked about the diversity among back, mm-hmm. and the league seems to not care. This is how you end up with a whole bunch of people in Milwaukee giving this man. A, a standing, standing ovation. Ovation in the same city. What? Where? Which, <laughs> which is one of the most segregated cities in America? in The mm-hmm. same city where a man was arrested and assaulted by the police, clearly on camera. And Sterling Brown, another professional athlete, in that city. You know, you know what I would like to do. And I don't. I, don't, I think it was Jamel Hill who suggested this. Maybe Jamel Hill, probably. Yeah. Maybe you should have Josh Hader meet up with Sterling Brown. Let them meet. Yeah. Uh, and then let them talk about up. how problematic what he's doing and saying yeah. and not caring about people who were affected by the language that he was using. Maybe he should meet an athlete like Michael Sam that's come mm. out Damn, that's and talk name. to that athlete about how that's mm-hmm. been. Maybe he should talk to some women who were victims of domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't say anything sexist. But I'm just saying, Still. if somebody goes in that way, that's maybe the true sensitivity. Marginalized training.
3: groups, man. Yeah, you got maybe to. you should
1: talk to marginalized groups because you're not having those conversations. Having those conversations, who's who's running the sensitivity training for MLB? Do I know?
4: <laughs>
1: I'd like to know. Can I see? Like, can I see like-
2: their staff to see if there's you know some color <laughs> in there? Yeah, because I mean, like, you look
1: at a lot of the MLBs. some women in there. Yeah, like who's running that?
3: Now you know what part of the problem too is, you know, when you're in locker room and media and stuff like that. You know, I was at training camp with the Giants yesterday. Yeah, but he's Rutherford. And I talked to a couple guys after practice. And, you know, I, I talked about some of their foundations and the things that they do. But you're also, you also worry about going too far asking certain questions because you know the PR people are there and listening and whatever. And you know what happens. And I'm not saying that the Giants have done this or anybody else has done this. Mm-hmm. This is your livelihood. You can't get your credentials Taking limited away. or taken away right. or, right? What do you think about uh, Roberto Ozuna
2: getting traded to the to the Houston Astros amidst his suspension after the Astros, you know, kind of shot down the idea that they endorse. Um, um,
3: can, can he help them win games? That's the thing. Well, okay. That's the thing. Okay. It's well, okay yep. yep. okay, so all about that. I'm like, that's your they, answer. They
2: came out strong against. Listen, man. And Justin Verlander is somebody who spoke out against domestic violence. Those things are. Those of are, you who don't know, Roberto Ozuna is somebody who's he serving... not as champions. He's serving a 75 game suspension uh, for a domestic dispute and got traded to the Astros because they want to win another Here's World Series. Here's the other thing
1: Gerard just came out and said, can he help them win the games? Do our fans care? The answer is also no. They know the fans don't care. We talked about the fans not caring about women. Disbanded. You don't care. Because that's the biggest slap in the faces to me. With that, it's women and women who are fans of the MLB. And if they don't believe the majority of the fan base cares, and do the maj- like, jo- like Roberto Azuna is going to come out at some point and make a relief appearance in and Houston. get a standing strike ovation. out the side, yep. get a standing yep. O, yeah. the same way Josh Hader got got a standing O. It still doesn't right? make sense. Like, and it doesn't makes it doesn't make. <laughs> They're any cheering sense. him
2: for being young and stupid. <laughs>
3: Like, it's, no, like You know, it's sense. it's this idea. Look, sports is just a microcosm of the larger society and world in which we yep. inhabit. Yep. And Absolutely. that's what people need to understand. This whole idea of stick to sports and what have you, that has never been the case. First of all, this is not even politics. This is human decency. And I hate when people say, oh, take your politics out of This is not politics. This yeah. is human decency. Yeah, it's morals. Right? right? Like, right? There's nothing to do with politics. It's not right and left. It's okay? right and wrong. Exactly yeah. right. This has always been people of color and black athletes have always been at the forefront of this, right? Um, I just finished reading Howard Bryant's book, The Heritage. Uh, I um, want to read that. And it is is fantastic. It gives you the lineage of how you cannot stick to sports because that was never an option for you <laughs> right it was for, for black it was never a choice they could right. never just stick to sports, sports.
4: Yeah.
2: right yeah black dudes are never saying stick to sports by the way hispanics not really right, right. well no
4: <laughs> people of <laughs> color, <laughs> color <laughs> d- never say yeah, yeah, stick yeah, to sports yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. you know no, Like right. th- that's I mean, just where some we people, are
2: some people it's the escape i get it i get it but you can't really escape this the- stuff y- because you're trying to, you can't escape life. This is what we That's live so, in. Exactly. That's this why you can't escape it. Yeah. Who see now?
1: Yeah. If look
3: at who like people, to people. And what they're trying to escape?
2: Yeah. Like people, like oh, you want to call ESPN like MS
3: ESPN just because they have a lot of people the the idea that ESPN is a liberal organization is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my hilarious entire life. Yeah. I'm like, do you people know who runs the Walt Disney Company? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm that
1: nonsense. Yeah. They're not. They're, they're clearly. They're clearly not paying attention. So it's going to be Interesting to see. If these trends continue, about people digging up uh, old tweets. Uh, before we go, oh, yeah, we, we got to talk about uh, your favorite show. He's smiling. He's saying, hey, "This is a big and, rich and, town and, and hip hop <laughs> in general. Hip hop in general." So we got to source. And I just come
2: bit of from, from the
3: poorest part. <laughs> you are you are, a fan, you are a fan of the show Power? I am. Um, I, I do weekly recaps. Yeah, by weekly the way, recaps. check me out on Black Sports Online, Black baby. Black Sports Online <laughs> weekly recaps.
1: What, what is it that you love so much about <laughs> Power? That you've now invested your writing into
3: this. Well, you know, and and listen, let me tell you, as as, as my fans, as the fans of the the recap know and they love it, we engage on social media every week. It's a labor of love, man, because, you know, I watch that episode multiple times and I I, I go deep on it. Mm. You know, at its core, power is a love story at its core. It, it, It is about the love between Ghost and Angela. That that is what this story is about. Yes, he was married to Tasha at the time or, you know, but. Angela was this magnetic force that he could not pull away from, and uh. same and same uh. for him. <laughs> Listen, man, you 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 got a fiance. How are you your gonna be? Is your is your fiance not your magnetic force?
1: Now, you're going to try to catch me. Yup. <laughs> <Like,
3: laughs> yep, she listening to this file right
1: this, now. Now, first of all, I'm never going to be hustling backwards. To
4: <laughs> <ever say anything laughs> that is that stupid. Like, every, Everybody in here is smiling. We got a producer, Matty, because he's
1: like, Dexter, don't mess up. He is the magnetic force in my you life. You got that right. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, my, <laughs> gonna say he's not going to want to hear. What? I'll tell you what. You, She's not gonna want to find out that there's some Angela. Oh no, that is magnetically pulling. No, me the other she way. don't want. No, she don't want she somebody don't want else coming in there. That. Yeah, because Angela yes. is the magnetic force that pulls. Yes, me away she, from, she was. She was I the
3: other woman. Uh, Tasha, yes, yes, Tasha. yes. She, she played by the wonderful Tori Naughton from Three L W fame. Yes, uh, Google that, folks. You don't know about Three L W. The
1: youngins like Brian don't even. Yeah, know. he's he like, who never heard of them? I'm just not in my head.
3: <laughs> 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 no, but you know, listen. It's at this stage. We're now in season five. I, I, yep, we the, the, those of us who are still watching and me who recap it, I'm we're way too invested together. Oh, right now. okay, you know, I we, know <laughs> three
4: look <at>, look
3: <laughs> yeah, of Google it, Google, Google, Google very familiar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but no, listen. So you, you have that, and then you have sort of the age old question, right? Because for Ghost, the idea is, if he went down the other path, what would his life have been, right? right? When so the the backstory is when Angela and he were kids and in high school. Their whole goal was to, you know, take themselves out of the hood and, like, you know, make something of themselves, which is, you know, what... The people, American dream. That's right. <laughs> you know, Angela got an opportunity to go to Choate, which is a, actual, a real, actual pre- prestigious private school up in Connecticut. Okay. She went one way, go stayed in the hood... And went to the streets. And went to the streets.
1: Which is a true story that happens for a lot of people. For sure. In communities.
3: And, and they happened to meet again as adults, both successful, but both done differently. And Ghost is like, you know, the road not traveled. I wonder. Now, that's problematic when you have a wife and three children to wonder about the road not traveled, right? I mean, not what I would say is a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea, <laughs> but you rode
1: down that road. But you, that But way.
3: listen, but you know, what, 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 once you go back to that first love and that, you know, it's and, and that, and really the, the show at its core, obviously those two, but it's also the terrible choices those two have made and the selfish choices yes. those two have made. And the repercussions it has now had for five plus years going on, and the collateral damage and fallout that's happened.
1: Are, are you happy with where the show is this season?
3: Um, I am. You know, I think, look, as with any show, you hit a point, and around season four ish is when I was like, okay, Courtney knows, Courtney Camp, the showrunner, knows where the show is ending. I think everybody's like, so how are we wrapping this up? Where are we going here? And mm-hmm. how much longer are we going to keep this going? Because I think. You think a- it's
2: already ran its course?
3: In some ways, I think, because for some fans, they probably want Angela to either have been killed. Listen, Angela has done so many illegal things as a federal prosecutor. Yes. Ho- Homegirl should be locked up for a thousand years by now. <laughs> and she's not. <laughs> she somehow managed to skirt her way around the law. Now Part of what I told people when they watch TV is you must suspend belief because that's just part of TV. Hard for it, me to do
1: that sometimes. It's you I'm know one of, I'm one of those people. But
3: it's that's just what TV land is. You got to suspend belief sometimes. Okay, this is highly unlikely, but okay, you got to kind of roll with it. But that's just sort of where they are. But I think we are so tied into these characters and we want to see where's this end game gonna gonna finish out. I don't know that we get the happily ever after ending. Well, because it's still not happily because Ghost still wrecked his original family, but <laughs> which is what he did. Ghost and and Angela are on this collision course, and the idea is, and it's and we're already now there in season five. I mean, Tasha's done; she's moved on; she's with Terry Silver. And he's already showing up at her house drunk, at, at Angel's <laughs> apartment drunk, and you know how that goes. Once you start, once you start drunk texting your ex <laughs> and showing up, you you already know where that's going. You know what's next. So, <laughs> I mean, look.
2: Keep, I, ca- I kind of want to ask keep, if keep,
3: anyone keep, has a bad drunk keep text. Keep it one thousand. I mean, look, I I I, yes, I don't drink so. I, I was married and dating the same woman for several years, so I that, I don't have those stories from I then But either. but prior to then, sure you drunk text sometimes or drunk call. That's just that happens. I've oh, received
1: oh. I've received drunken text before. I'd now that see I've I <laughs> <laughs> love to see you face So you like see so, so overall you, you like where it's going. It's good to know that they are that they are wrapping it up. Before we go, yeah. a couple hip hop stuff for yeah, you. Yeah, man. Um we know that you listen to Drake.
3: <laughs> but, but, well, I, I just said why love do story, look at so me. you so you know. <laughs> I, I, I just said a love story, so you know I'm in my feelings, right? I mean, yes. <laughs>
1: Hopefully, you're not crying out to no Kiki's out there. Mm. Kiki, but, uh, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, what, what, what do you like to listen to? What do you like to listen to now? Who are you listening to uh,
3: nowadays? You know, it's tough, man. Uh, you know, a, a lot. Uh, <laughs> that's a good way to it, start. Well, no, it is. Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, uh, it's, like, uh, oh, uh, it's horrible out there for these. Rappers. Uh, 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 uh. A lot, a lot of the new. Listen, I have a lot of younger cousins in their late teens, early twenties, and they're uh. always like trying to keep me hip to what's current. I, that's where I get all my stuff from. And they're always like, "Man, you used to listen to that? Now nah, we don't, We don't do that now." And i was like, what are the cool kids saying? They're like, first of all, we don't say cool kids. That's number one. I was like, all right, well. Say the kids were lit. Yeah, there you go.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm like, 10? They're like, nope, not that. Just lit. <laughs> anyway, um, I really started getting into Cardi B recently. Because um, at first I was like, listen, man, enough with this. These are red bottom. These are. I'm like, come on, man. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But, you know, Cardi, I was like, all right, I could. What I like so much about her is how much that generation seems to love Cardi. And, like, really, like, they they almost like build a consensus around it. They And they will ride for her so hard. And I think there's something about her authenticity they appreciate. I was going to. I think so. Yo, and yeah. I'm
0: yeah. like, you know See, what? See, here's the thing, though. He's, he's, here, right. Here's
2: the thing with that. So this is very weird how I'm going to tie this into this. But I recently interviewed Uriah Hall, yeah, UFC fighter from Queens, Jamaica. He talked about Cardi B when I spoke to him and he said one of the things that and he really likes Cardi B but he feels like one of the reasons that people really like her is because she's so authentic and that is a representation of what people wish they could be Yeah. yeah. because a lot but of people afraid to. yes because a lot of people are living through the social media prism
3: of just putting things out there and, and it's also just for the appearance
2: yeah. and Cardi B is just pretty much her yeah you know what it, I mean? Allowing, At least we think so.
3: And that's also part of the maturation process, and we've all been there, right? Like, it's hard. Like, you often live your life because of what you think others are going to say about you and judge you, but we all know. You get to a point, yo, yeah, man, those people paying your bills? No? Nope. Don't give it, a damn it, about it that. It don't matter. You got to do you. And even just, if they are. And there, right, <laughs> you, you, there, yep. So there's something about Cardi that I appreciate. Um, so uh, Be Careful is actually one of my favorite songs right now. I just I just really enjoy it. Be careful. It's, yeah, because she's kind of like, you know, I'm like, man, you're coming. You're really giving it to this dude right now with this. Song? I'm like, okay, good for you, you respect ma. The honesty I, I, do, I do, I um, do. And else, who else do you like? Someone who is capital P problematic right now. Um, but that you like? That I like. Okay. But, but I, I, I ride for him in terms of oh, like. I know. Where we're you riding. know where we're I going. Know. You know exactly uh, where we're man. going. Because <laughs> you know exactly uh, 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 I got a bone <laughs> to pick with the both of you. Can
2: we book more time?
3: <laughs> um, uh, and we don't <laughs> have time for it. But and really, honestly, it's really every album. And it's obviously Kanye West. Who I'm talking about. It's every yes. album up we until Life of Pablo um, is where I sort of like draw Between my demark- line of demarcation. Damn you!
2: you so you Yeezus wasn't it? it?
3: It wasn't because I I knew what he was trying to go for on Jesus. It didn't work as well as he wanted to execute it. But I see where he's Did going. It work, period. And the fact that you two, <laughs> yes. you two slander, yes, the greatest yes. album of the past 25 years is problematic. Yes, you heard it, and I said it. Wait, wait, what wait, album's wait. the greatest album of the last Beautiful week? Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay. Front, front to okay, end right before, okay. Front right to before, end
2: No no no, no. The we, we, These are gonna be The greatest the, four minutes the, ever the, yeah, So right before We started of. this We were talking about How the source rates albums And yes. the source Has since yeah. fell off yeah. And where they fell off Was probably in 2005 When they gave The Naked Truth Five stars yeah. five, mics. five mics They gave My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Five mics Not And Dexter mic was guy. like Get out of here And I'm also like Get out of here okay. Okay. Album. I've Here's maintained that Kanye West hasn't made A dope record in eight years And that album came out Eight years ago So got a and and, and, and here's here's there.
3: what I think. I, 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 think I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I, th- I think I know this thing about you too. You two, with your hip hop albums, and I think I know this. You're here for bars. If it don't got bars, you do not want to hear it. You're See, like, turn off.
1: Let, so here, so <laughs> let, let, let me address that really quickly because we got we got a couple minutes. Kanye has never been a top notch no. racist ever. So I've known this from the jump. I love, Kyle's Rap Out. That's a good one. I love late registration. Yeah. I love graduation. Too many skits. I think. <laughs> Those albums are too many skits. But Kanye has always been excellent to me before. I think everything before. I like my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So good. This comes across as I don't like it. I just don't think it's great. God, it's
3: so
4: good. but I, come on. My Beautiful Dark Twisted
1: Fantasy is better than September Butterfly?
3: I think so. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, 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 wait you got you got to go back and really go dive deep into the the actual musicality so and Here's what we the
1: we're samples good. and the song, <laughs> and, not, and not just so what we're doing. <laughs> I'm put my hand on Gerard's shoulder right now. <laughs> Are you gonna pray? No, 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 no. no we, we're not doing that. <laughs> but what I will say to Gerard is, and we'll, we'll save this for an extra thing that we'll put out for the day. I'm going to go back and listen to my beautiful Luxus Fanny with an open mind. I'm not gonna be biased. Dive open deep. Mind. I'm gonna dive deep. I'm gonna dive deep as you do into your power recap. Yes. Deep, you should deep. read. deep. Thank you. And I'm gonna come back and be like, hey, because I really haven't sat with that album like in a real way, and I know. I dissect, have. I po- dissect. Listen to dissect. They re- I started it, and then I was like, "I'm not as invested as I'm doing." But they- I know they went and did it in their third will, season.
3: Uh, yeah, I think it'll, it's no second because third season is um fr- Frank Ocean, so it's Frank second Ocean, season. Second yeah, season they did. That. Yeah,
1: um, first season they did Kendrick. Yes, stuff, which, which, and listen, I think it's
3: better. I will say Kendrick, and I don't think it's a it's a bold statement. I, I mean, Kendrick's the best rapper in the game right now. I mean, that's oh, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, I, and I, my, my cousins are going to listen to this right now and be like, "Oh, word! What happened to Jay? What happened to Big?" I'm like, no. Best right now. I don't I'm not think he's the best, right best now. all time. Right, now. Yeah.
1: Yes. Right now, I think so. I don't think that's crazy. I don't yeah. think that's crazy. Anyway, I it's not for me about the bars. I think they're they're okay. I think some of the production's okay. I think it was a little too feature heavy on that album. There's a lot of features. And that's a knock for me with the a lot album. Of features. I think it's a very good album. I just don't think it's great in that five night category.
3: So you know the other thing about albums that I will say this. We got two minutes. And guys. it's about music. It's always about what it means to you at a time in your life when whatever you're dealing with or going through, or whatever, right? it will. Always, and I know this for a fact about that album. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel a certain type of way, and it's really hard for me to actually articulate it. And I actually write words for a living, but it, it makes me feel a certain <laughs> and type, talk, and right? Talk. And so talk. it makes me feel a certain type of way. Yeah, and it's I the that. and it's the it's the entire arc. It's the it's the rise, the fall, the redemption, and the, it, I just I feel all of that. And I'm like, yeah, no, I I, I get it.
4: I, can I get it. You know what? I can I get
3: understand it. that. And I get it. I'll let Brian
1: have the last word Then
3: we gotta get out. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, Bri- Bri- Brian's just too young. He. I'm only here for bars. No,
1: it's not, no, it's not even
2: just that. Which is surprising for somebody. The age. music actually matters, but... And a lot of people, you're not you're not in this category. But a lot of people that love these certain artists mm-hmm. to me, Kanye, these other guys who are very overrated. I'm like, yo, Damn. you don't listen to some of these other artists that I listen to have other layered stuff because otherwise you wouldn't be saying that this artist is but dope. Does have you don't, Kanye got no, 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 no. Layers. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that doesn't matter in comparison to. All right, that matters in comparison to if I listen to who Takashi sixty nine <laughs> in my daily life, but I listen to people like Sky Zoo and I listen to people like Royce the five nine who just right. put out. The album of the year Who have very Very layered material You know what I mean gotcha. Like so I have a different you? I have a different ear Than a lot of Other I'm, people do but You Only know. Live Twice Is an album That I reference to you a lot yeah. Because there are songs In there that talk about Beating a rape case That he never really Should have been in In the first place
1: Yeah Him no, being i am still with both of you Saying and I'm definitely gonna do it we do it for extra with Gerard We're gonna come back We're gonna get some uh, Reaction for you about that, best <laughs> sure. album in the last twenty five years.
3: Uh, I'm listen. I know what uh, it's you, what, you, what
1: you
3: got in that cup over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that Jr. That that I'm head dog. Make, I'm <laughs> gonna
2: make. I'm gonna make a list of albums in the last twenty five years. And and I, and I know that, that that
3: was a bold <laughs> statement. I'm sure you're gonna come back and be like, it's better than this, better than this. But again, I think it's yeah, illmatic. A, but you... a, a, a lot of it, I think, for me, is sort of how you felt. Man. How how, how it felt. makes That's me particularly feel. feel. And there's just there's just something about that album that I'm like, yo, it hits you in a way. And it's when when the minute like. First of all, so I was an English major. But Can it, you get it's, much it starts with Cinderella Snow White yes. and and I'm like, yo. I, I knew you were go This that. is mashed. My... No, that is that is dope. I'm like, yo. I can't and knock that. And it's... then Gorgeous comes on and I'm like, yo. It just I feel
1: gets... like you're having the experience. I know. I am. You, oh, all right, so what
2: do what do you think about his new stuff? No.
1: Alright <laughs> right. You know what I think that's a good That's a good note no To end it No we'll get, We're getting the sign To wrap up Gerard thank you For coming on Oh man you. Thank I you guys Listen got, You gotta come back
3: man Listen I'm happy to be back Guys ain't hard to tell You guys are the truth We gotta I want the ain't hard to tell intro outro music on right now. I'm so hyped. Oh yeah, li- I'm
1: glad you like the outro.
3: Yeah, Shout out to H-
1: Hom- Hom- homage B to pro- produce that. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, that's good stuff. All right, man. Don't
2: thank forget you- people, Patreon and the ain't hard to tell store.
1: Yes, ain't hard to tell store. Yeah, man, buy merch, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. We appreciate. We appreciate. Appreciate that. y'all. All right, thanks. That's Gerard Hector again. You can check him out. Uh, he writes for Black Sports Online, BET. You can see him on MSG. This is episode 37, Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dex Henry, Brian Fonseca. We're out. <laughs> Thank uh-huh. you.